I love everything about Christmas. I love the Christmas decorations. I, I, I love everything. Listen, um, I even love it when Kelly drags me to the mall. So can I get the guys to just say, praying for you, Pastor? One, two, three. Come on. Because I know they, they drag you there too. Now, there's something interesting about the difference between a man and a woman as it relates to shopping. Kelly will drag me to the mall, and I, I, if I have something I want to get, um, which, by the way, I never shop in the mall when there's something I want to get. It's always at a bike shop or REI or something like that. Can I get the men to give me a good amen? But the, the, she'll drag me to the mall, and it's interesting. I can literally walk right into one, uh, one, one uh, store and get what I want, and I'm back in my car in about 10 to 15 minutes. Can you feel me? But women are not like that. As a matter of fact, I, I give Kelly a hard time. I literally can go through every single shop, every single center of every single mall. I can do it in about 15 minutes. I just, I'm in and out. But, but Kelly can spend like three to five hours in one store. In one store. But the one thing I love when Kelly drags me to the mall, I like to call it the inescapable Christ. In a season of busyness and materialism, thinking Christmas is about things, I, I, I love, I'll go to the mall with Kelly, usually twice a year, just when I'm scoring points. And during this beautiful Christmas season, you'll hear, oh, come, let us adore him. How many just love Christmas carols? And even in that setting, the name of Christ is being proclaimed. I, I, love, I love everything about Christmas. Um, is there anyone else like me? You, you love to give and receive gifts. Let me see your hands all over the building. I, I love Children, don't you love to get gifts? Now, I, I want to tell you about the favorite gift that I've ever been given other than the gift of Jesus Christ. Because I'm recognize that's the greatest gift you could ever receive. Can you say good Amen. The favorite gift I've ever received. Is there anyone here, you're seven years old? Let me see your hands. When I was seven years old, I got up at like 4 a.m. Mom and dad, they were still sleeping. And I ripped open the package. And it was my favorite gift. You know what it was? It was Hot Wheels. The cars. You know what a Hot Wheel track is in the cars? You, 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 do, you do? So they still make those? Well, listen, let me tell you, I would encourage you, don't ask for Hot Wheels this year. Do you know what my mama did? She used those plastic tracks. When I would be bad, she would spank me right on my behind with that. So don't ask for Hot Wheels this year. And by the way, children, it's very important that you honor your mother and father. And all the parents said a great big amen. But I love everything about Christmas. And... Today, I want to talk to you about something very, very cool. I want to talk to you about the legend of the candy cane. Now, how many adults you got a candy cane when you came in? Let me see it. How many of you still have it? See, most of you ate it. Children, something about that candy cane. When I was your age, I ate a bunch of candy canes, and it made all my hair fall out. Yes. 
There's nothing wrong with the candy cane, but make sure you're eating fruits and vegetables and good things like that. All the parents, give me some love. Can you say amen? But I want to talk to you today about the legend of the candy cane. And it goes something like this. According to the legend of the candy cane, this candy was first created, the candy cane, in the 18th century in Europe. Because in Europe, in the 18th century, it was against the law to put up a cross or a nativity scene. But there was a candy maker that was a Christian and loved Jesus. And he thought, what can I do so that children will know about Jesus and the greatest gift ever given? So he created the candy cane so that all the children in the village could know the real story. So he prayed and he prayed and he created the candy cane. Could I direct your attention to your right? we give our shepherds a hand? So are are, are you three, are you like professional shepherds? Because it's like you're pros. It's like you've been doing this all of your life. Do you go to school for this? No, No, just, it just came natural, huh? Okay. Interesting. All right. I love the confidence up here. (laughs) They're more confident than I am right now. (laughs) But look at the, can I borrow this just for a moment? Okay. Thank you. This actually came from my office. You are borrowing it from me. Um, (laughs) He made the candy cane in the form of a staff. Why? Let's talk about that. Because the Bible says that he is the good shepherd. And the Bible says that we are sheep and he is the shepherd. And the Bible says that his sheep hear his voice, God still speaks to us. And I want to look all the children and all the big kids in the face and let you know that I've made some mistakes in my life. And it was the times where I didn't listen to the voice of the great shepherd. And if you, that's the greatest thing that you can develop in your walk with God is learn to discern the voice of the good shepherd. He'll never steer you down the wrong path. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous child, man, woman, adults, that it's ordered of the Lord. Listen to what the Bible says in Psalms chapter 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I love the way this translation reads. The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd, and I have more than enough children Jesus is your very best friend. The Bible says that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. The Bible said that he would never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He is your best friend and he is your shepherd. So what does that mean to us today, children? He, this candy cane maker, he created in, this, in this, the form of a, a shepherd's staff so that we would realize that we have a shepherd that walks before us. We have a shepherd that loves us and protects us all the days of our life. 
I told you that I like opening. Anyone love opening Christmas presents? Okay. I, I, th- I thought I'd open one right now. Hmm, I wonder what this could be. Maybe a pair of shoes. Maybe a new bicycle helmet. Maybe it's Kelly's gift. You know what I buy my wife? I buy my wife stuff for my bicycle. I do. But make, make no mistake about it, she gets even with me. So let's see, what, what's in here? Huh, a rock. Isn't that interesting? The candy cane, this candy maker, made it like a rock, hard. I, I, I wonder why. To remind children that Jesus Christ is our rock, that he is strong, and he is dependable, and nothing that you will ever face in life will take you down or take you under because Jesus Christ is your rock. And this rock, Christ Jesus, must be the foundation of your lives. And as he is your foundation, God will bless you. God will use you in powerful ways. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 31, verse 3, you are my rock and my fortress. In Isaiah chapter 44, verse 8, the Bible says, There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. Make sure, just like the candy cane is hard, that Jesus Christ is your rock, the foundation of your life that you will build your lives upon. I believe that some of you will grow into scientists and missionaries and pastors and preachers and business owners. God will raise you up as leaders to change the world. But make sure he's the foundation of your life. And all the adults, can you say amen? Next, I want you to notice with me the candy cane, that, that there's stripes on the candy cane, white and red. Let's talk about this for a moment. That represents, the red stripe represents the, the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ, the blood that was shed on a cross 2,000 years ago to cover our mistakes, to cover our sin. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, the Bible says, But he, talking about the Lord, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, stripes in the candy cane, by his stripes we are healed. I don't want you ever to forget this. Always remember that we have spiritual healing. We have physical healing. We have emotional healing because of the red stripe on this candy cane that represents the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. The Bible says, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins by his own blood. In Jesus we have a Savior so that, that he would rather die than live without us. Next notice on the candy cane, the white stripes, they represent our purification from sin. And, and, and it represents the purity of the Lord, the holiness of the Lord, and what our life looks like. <laughs> have you ever been outside and, and jumped in a mud puddle? You never have? You should try it. 
you hate it, oh, you need to learn. You need to dive in the mud. I mean, there's, it's so much fun to jump in puddles and come home all muddy. And what does mom or dad do? They probably scream at you a little bit. Why did you do that? Just look at them and say, Pastor Monty said it would be fun. <laughs> but what happens? Mom, dad, they put your clothes in a washing machine. They come out just white as snow. And that's what happens. That's what happens. And we give our lives to the Lord. He makes us white as snow. Like we've never sinned or made a mistake. That's how much the Lord loves you. And that's the meaning of the stripes on the candy cane. I'd like to direct your attention, if I could, back over there. We've got some special guests that are going to be visiting us today. Would you please give Joseph, Mary, and baby Jesus a great big hand? How many know Christmas is about a baby, but not any ordinary baby? And I got permission from mom and dad, my daughter and son-in-law, to share with you a little bit about my granddaughter, Jada, who's playing Mary today. J.D., would you come sit next, stand next to Papa? She told Pastor Eddie just last week, she said, Pastor Eddie, do you know that Pastor Monty is my Papa? <laughs> Let's get up here so everyone can see. I got permission from Mom and Dad to share this with you. You see, if Christmas is about anything, it's about nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. How many have a situation in your life that it just seems in the natural, it's impossible? Please listen to my words. If Christmas is about anything, it's about the impossible, impossible being made possible. Can you say good amen? Our children, Bethany and, and Lucas, were told by doctors that they'd never have a child. You'll never have a baby. They tried and tried and ex 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 expended incredible money trying to get pregnant. And man, doctors said no. In the natural, it's impossible. You're not going to have a baby. In our family, we, we cried together. We prayed together. We fasted together. And then Bethany gets pregnant. And nine months later, Jada Ray Wheeler is born. And... and Lucas and Bethany love the name Jada, and I'm like, I don't care what you name her. I love it. But you know, we did some research. After they named her Jada, in the Latin, remember, man said no. In the Latin, Jada means God knew. If Christmas is about anything, it's about the impossible being possible. Because we serve a God of the supernatural. Can you scream amen? And oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, Jada has a baby brother and a baby sister today. Can we put our hands together and say thank you, Lord? I love you. Isn't she just a little cutie? Doesn't she look just like Papa? 
I know the family's grateful she looks like mom. Amen. But listen, the candy cane was created as a gift that is given. A gift that is given. If I can say, and I never had children, I'm going to give you a rock for Christmas. You don't want a rock. Trust me, you, you won't like coal. Hate coal. Um, but if I was to give one of you a gift, it's not yours until you receive it. I can say it's yours, it's yours, but until you open your heart and receive it, it's not yours. The candy cane was created so that it could be given. And aren't you grateful that God gave us His Son? The Bible said in John chapter 3, verse 16, if you know nothing about the Bible, start here. If you know everything about the Bible, return here. For God so loved the world, that's us, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, I love this, believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is the greatest giver, and Jesus Christ is the greatest gift. Children, in Jesus, you have the greatest gift that's ever been given, and that is the gift of His Son, Jesus Christ. Did I, did I tell you I like to open presents? I, I thought I'd open another present here. Let's see. I wonder what's in here. Oh, I think it's a, a little puppy. I'm not for sure. Oh, is it a gingerbread man? Okay, gingerbread man. Thank you for correcting me in public. I'm going to spray it with some peppermint spray because that's what this candy can, cane maker in the night, or excuse me, 18th century made the candy cane to taste like peppermint. I want you to have a little sniff of that. Doesn't that, that smell good? I wonder why he did that, can't peppermint. You can't smell anything? You've been out with the sheep a little bit too long? Yeah. Okay, you need to come home, get a massage, and, and maybe, yeah. Can, can you smell that, Joseph? Okay, what about Mary? Can you, okay, baby Jesus, can you? Okay, here you go. Why don't you guys smell that and pass it around? Peppermint was a flavor that the candy maker chose. And I wonder why. Could it be, could it be that this represents the sweet fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ himself? I, I've been in services not unlike this where there was just a sweet fragrance that entered the building. How many know what I'm talking about? You literally could smell the presence of the Lord the sweet fragrance of the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon our children. Somebody say a good amen. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, verse 10 and 11, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child. Jesus was about two years old. They saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasure, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The smell, the fragrance of the Lord in our lives. Now, I think you're really going to like this. Because some of the adults that got a candy cane when they came in, they already ate it. 
They're not holding on to that bad boy. They already ate it. He created this. He, okay, you can have, that's right. They get small ones, you get big ones. That's right. That's because you're being so good. The candy cane was created to be eaten. And there's something about the presence of the Lord. A candy cane, I don't know, I've never seen a candy cane just hanging on a wall. It's something to be celebrated and eaten. And I think of what the Bible says. The Lord establishing communion around a table. And he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. And this cup, this is the cup of the new covenant, my blood shed for you. There's something about getting Jesus off the picture on a wall and getting him into your hearts. When we eat in the natural, it becomes a part of us. It gives us energy. It gives us strength. And when we accept Jesus into our heart, it changes our lives and gives our lives purpose. We no longer are our central focus, but we focus on the lost. We focus on those that Jesus Christ loves and died for. So that's why he made them taste like peppermint. Shepherds, can you do me a big favor? Why don't you stand up here? Could you turn the shepherd's staff upside down? Now, what does that shepherd's staff become? What letter is that? What do you think? J. Who do you think J stands for? Jesus. On the count of three, let's scream Jesus. One, two, three. Yeah. That's why he made the candy cane in the shape of a staff so that when you turn it upside down, it is and it represents Jesus Christ. And you guys can be seated. How many recognize that we live in a world that's upside down? And it's only Jesus Christ that can fix us. It's only Jesus Christ that can bring healing. That's the importance of a church in unity. Represents Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, and she will bring forth a son, and you, you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You know, no one really knows if the legend of the candy cane is true. But I think based upon what I've shared with you, I, I got to believe it is. That there was a man who lived many, many, many centuries ago, many years ago, and said, it's not right for Christ not to be the central theme in Christmas. And he prayed, and God gave him an idea. And we have the legend of the candy cane. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Kelly, would you join me? Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you. We open this service with prayer. We're closing it with prayer. You said in your word that your house will be called a house of prayer. So we're honoring that, Lord. Father, we thank you for the scriptures that have been shared. And Holy Spirit of God, I know that there are people here, they came to watch their, their little loved ones. But you're stirring their hearts. I had many people out in the foyer saying that was the most amazing thing. Holy Spirit, would you stir hearts today? Yes, God. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that 
you would survey the heart of every single man, woman, boy, and girl here today. If there's even one of us, it's not where we should be with you. Today is their day. Today is the day of salvation. And to those of you who something is going on in your heart and you would like to receive Christ to come into your heart, to be your shepherd, to be your guide, to be your savior, to bless your life, to forgive you of your sin, forgive you of your shame, and to change your life, I want you to pray this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my heart. Be my Savior and the Lord of my life. I believe you are the Messiah, and today I make you mine. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said a great big amen.